0: good evening hope everybody's doing well today and having a blessed and wonderful sunday and uh i hope that everything will stream out like it's supposed to and all we can do is pray and hope for the best so <laughs> i hate you have to see my nasty uh, desk behind me here and uh i gotta get it straightened up but uh i uh i'm having a lot of problems getting the website uh, out and uh and once i get it going I'm scared to move because I'm afraid I'm gonna pull a wire or do something to screw something up. So I'm afraid to to, to move. So I apologize uh, for the uh, my filthy desk conditions. But a uh, I like what Dad said that a clean desk is a sign of a very uh, damaged mind. So uh, so so maybe that uh, proves that I'm not as uh, insane <laughs> as I appear to be. So, but anyway. Um, Turkey week. I hope everybody's excited about that. I know they're. Uh, just. Uh, oh man, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm wearing the stretchy pants, going all out, and uh, I'm going to uh, have have to ask for forgiveness for the sin of gluttony, and I'm going to uh, feast uh, like a madman. So was it? Uh, uh, who was it always had the uh, the big turkey? Like was it King Henry? I can't remember now. But anyway. Uh, so I want to be uh, uh, gorging myself like a little pig, but hey, uh, tis but once a year. So well, I try to not eat like a pig more than once a year, but it may be more than once a year, so, but anyway, so, looking forward to that, and of course, the kids, uh, they always decorate the Christmas tree when we're done, and uh, it's just a little, little fun family tradition, and uh, so, hopefully, you all have your traditions, and that your family uh, has a good day. I know there's some, there are some sickos out there who don't like turkey and only eat ham, you know, nobody's perfect, that's all I can say, so, if you're anti-American and you're eating ham instead of turkey, you're sick. That's all I got to say. You're sick individuals. <laughs> all right. Let's look at our Bibles today. It's Proverbs 28, verse 1. So if you have your Bibles handy, and I hope that you do, it's Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion, or bold as a lion. And, uh, and praise God for that. We should be bold. And uh, so we've got to uh, make sure that we stand for the whole word of God and we back down for nobody. Well, let's look at our prayer requests uh, this evening. Uh, this is not an updated list. Uh, I was unable to... Uh, uh, be at church this morning to get the updated list, but I think it's probably pretty darn close. So, and uh, Stanton Trailer says good evening. Good evening to you. And Sharon Boyd says Pray- prayers for Mike Lamore and Debbie. Uh, they're the ones that sit behind them there, and uh, says uh, Randall Trent's upcoming surgery. So that's. Brandy's cousin's father-in-law, who Randall is, so we'll definitely be praying for him, and we be praying definitely for Mike and Debbie, so I hope they're okay, so. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kim Penix, uh, Jane Kitchings, Murph, uh, Chuck and PK, uh, Morris and Carolyn, Johnny and Nora, Richie Green, uh, his father, I know his mom and dad have been sick, uh, Glenn Johnson, Lyndon, Ralph Coley, Ron Carden, Joe Franklin, P.T. and Sherry, Donnie Cudshaw, Larry and Donna, Wendy Lee, uh, David Stinnett, and uh, when Darlene Barker said pray for Wendy. We we just read that, so uh, she she just barely missed that. Uh, and then um, i trying to think here. Oh, boy, there's been a lot of uh, people asking for prayer requests, and, uh, and uh, um, I'm trying to think. Gosh, uh, there's been several that's been online that said pray for uh, uh, friends or family that's had to uh, diagnosed with COVID. Um, there's several people having surgery. Uh, gosh, I just can't remember everybody. I just uh, apologize, but there's a, I get so many uh, sent. In private messages, I get so many who tag me in, in personal posts, and I sincerely apologize that I can't remember. Well, probably what I need to do is just get a little notebook, start writing them all down. and that, But if I start doing that, we would be here for a half an hour reading prayer requests. So, But anyway, the Lord knows, all right? He's, he is all-knowing, all right? And so he knows uh, uh, our thoughts, and he knows our needs, and that's all that matters. So let us pray real quick. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Uh, Lord, uh, just thank you for allowing us to come and gather together, whether it's uh, in person or internet, uh, that we can still uh, uh, learn and, uh, Lord, that you can guide us in your word. Lord, let lift up these prayer requests and concerns. I do pray that you be with uh, Mike and Debbie, and I pray, Lord, that you be with Randall, that surgery go well. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Wendy Lee, and I pray that you will be with Kim Penix. I pray that you be with Johnny Nora Wright. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with Jane Kitchings and Larry and Donna Knight. I pray that you be with Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I know it's going to be a difficult time. Lord, I do want to pray for the. Uh, Mary Ann Mason, uh, with the loss of her mother, her and Rusty, and uh, I know this is uh, difficult for them right now to deal with this loss. And I pray that you will give them comfort and strength during this uh, very difficult time. And uh, Lord, uh, my friend uh, Mark uh, Anderson, uh, His bring healing upon his father who's dealing with some health issues. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, uh, you'll be with our country to bring healing upon this land. We have those who are battling this, these COVID uh, related issues that you bring healing upon them. And Lord, Lord those who are dealing with upcoming surgeries that uh, will go without any problems or complications and will go well. Lord, I pray that you be with my dad. That you bring healing upon him. And Lord, I pray to lead us, guide us, and direct us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So uh, if I left you up, I apologize. But again, Lord knows those needs. Uh, Announcement-wise, uh, of course, a uh, lot devotions every morning, and I uh, try to do those and uh, do my best to hit at the 6.15 a.m. mark. Uh, if uh, if I'm a little later than that, uh, I apologize, but I do my best to try to hit around there. Uh, I'll be doing those um, uh, Monday through Wednesday this week, and then uh, we'll take a small uh, hiatus there for a few days, and then we'll hit it again uh, uh, for the whole week uh, next week um let's see here no um wednesday evening service online service wednesday uh reason being we don't traditionally do wednesday night service anyway but uh most people are busy uh cooking shuffling about family coming in and everybody's just preoccupied with other things and not able to um, uh, focus on Sadly, focus on children's understandable i got so much going on So uh, uh, we won't be meeting Wednesday But Lord willing, we'll be meeting again Sunday And of course, uh, Dr. Vic Young uh, Will be uh, uh, Doing the morning message And uh, and Janice Ellis is, is, said Continue uh, prayers please for David Stennett in medical issues Yes ma'am, we just, just read his name And uh, we are praying for him And uh, Don Buckle says good evening So we'll definitely be doing that but uh, but thank you, Miss Dawn. But anyway, uh, about all the uh, um, announcements I can think. Oh, uh, the Bernie Green Toy Run. I guess I should pronounce the, uh, announce that. Uh, uh, for those, uh, you don't even have to ride a motorcycle. Uh, there will be me at Freedom Hall, one o'clock. Uh, I think they want a uh, new uh, uh, unwrapped toy. Uh, and uh so if you want to donate that for uh these these kids in need and i think they want to have uh, food and such uh, coffee and things like that uh, there won't be any uh motorcycle ride uh because of the um uh, the whole covid uh, issue so that's been uh, the ride itself being canceled but no law says you can't ride in but again you don't have to be on a motorcycle if you just want to come and donate a, to- a toy to a, de- a deserving child uh then feel free and uh i want to uh uh, I'm trying to think of um, this is really about it uh, I could think of so okay well let's go ahead and dive into God's word this evening. Let's get over here. we're going to read uh, or study tonight rather uh, titus chapter 3 verses 8 through 11. So if you have your your Bible's handy we will dive into that if that is okay if it is not we're going to read it anyway. So, uh, all right, uh, Titus chapter 3, verse 8. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless as for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice having nothing more to do with him knowing that such a person is warped and sinful he is self condemned all right let's have another quick word of prayer and let's we'll we'll see what we can get into this evening therefore lord again we just come before you and praise you and thank you and uh, lord uh, thank you for again this time to be able to meet together uh, Lord, help us uh, in this study of your word. Uh, Lord, guide us. And uh, Lord, help us to learn, help us to grow, help us to apply what we hear and learn. And uh, Lord, let us be equipped, edified, and most importantly, glorify you. And uh, Lord, uh, just uh, help us every day to strive for that mind of Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, we live in a world, believe it or not, <coughs> That is crazy. It has lost its mind and gone insane. Uh, gone away as uh, uh, traditional family values, uh, traditional American values. I mean, it's it's. Uh, uh, I saw to someone uh, today that uh, uh, it is. Uh, might be yesterday. Uh, living, we're definitely living in the last days. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. Uh, there, I just. I don't see how that we're not, uh, you know, I could be wrong, you know, I've been known to be wrong before, <laughs> and, uh, not perfect, contrary to popular belief, I'm not perfect, but, uh, our world is spinning out of control, and, um, something that really, uh, I worry about the, um, the indoctrination of our children, the indoctrination of my own children, praise God that, uh, my kids do have a, a, uh, firm foundation of, uh, of parents that, uh, love the Lord, and we try hard to, to guide them in the right directions, but nonetheless, uh, you know, they spend more time at school. Well, they did spend more time at school now. They're, they're virtual learning now, but uh, you know what I mean. They're around friends, school, uh, television, YouTube, uh, you know, all these social media outlets. Uh, they spend a lot of time on that stuff, and despite our best efforts, they're still being indoctrinated uh, with this uh, this woke garbage uh, this uh, this this attitude of, of tolerance, uh, that everything must be inclusive. I mean, it, it doesn't matter, you know, uh, it, uh, it should be more about the merit of your character, as uh, Martin Luther uh, once said, to Martin Luther King Jr., uh, that it should be based on the color of your skin, but the merit of your character, it should be about merit. But, uh, in fact, uh, what we're seeing in Hollywood television is Despite their efforts to say they are not racist, are demonstrating racist behavior. You know, I mean, just because it's not about the merit of the character, it's about the color of the skin. I don't care if it's Latino, black, whatever. You know, it's uh, uh, that's, uh, that's that's what they're 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 putting out there. And you know, I have no problem with anybody's skin tone. I care less. You know, if you're good to me, I'll do my best to be good to you. If you're nasty to me i'll do my best to still try to be nice uh but most likely i'll probably be a smart aleck but <laughs> just part of it you know i don't care i could care less you know uh i was having this discussion uh we just set up a little booth at uh uh and in, uh in, um uh, across from uh, Barna theater there in avenue uh this weekend selling some stuff that we make and uh i was, I was surrounded by people of different ethnicities and uh, had some good conversations with some individuals and uh, so I could care less you know but, uh, but my point is you know, may think what in the world is he getting at <laughs> okay you know we are um, everything has to be inclusive everybody has to be involved everybody don't matter uh, you know whatever you know uh, if you're you know what I'm talking about. Everything and everybody has to be represented. All right. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it doesn't even matter if, if what gets me is in Hollywood, here they are portraying characters, but if they don't use real handicapped people or real gay people in these movie stuff, all of a sudden they're blasted. It's just like, y'all realize this is make believe. This isn't real. Okay, anyway, but my point is, everything has to be inclusive. And uh, but what they hate all right what they despise is Exclusivity all right. They can't stand anything. That's exclusive What is true for you is not necessarily true for me and uh, that kind of mentality is what we're seeing and as a result of this exclusive thinking, or what they consider exclusive. See, when you say that you are a Christian and that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven, they say, "Well, it's that kind of thinking that led to the Crusades, and that's what—that's uh, uh, what's everything that's wrong with religion." How dare you say that you are the only religion uh, in uh, uh, that is going to uh, uh, receive eternal life in heaven? You know, and uh, so they think that. Um, uh, you know that uh, you know we should be uh, there, and what's sad is it's not only non-believers who think this. There are those who pretty, uh, who claim to be professing Christians who propagate this garbage. Okay, and and so they want to say that how dare you say that you are the only way to heaven? Uh, you know, look at the uh, uh, I don't know the. Uh, uh, well, like the the the, the uh, Native American culture and and how they look at the Great Spirit and uh, to say that uh, what they're doing is wrong uh, or that the Hindu with all the many gods that uh, one of those uh, you know uh, who are you to say one of those isn't the right one and uh, uh, or that uh, uh, the the Buddhist uh, you know uh, even though they believe in reincarnation and everything else who's to say that they won't have a place in heaven who's to say that. Uh, uh, that uh, all these good little Muslims that they they're not going to have their place in heaven or heck, what even the wickeds why they should have a little place in heaven too you know that that's just it's insanity uh that uh, that this is the kind of uh, thinking and theology that so many believe in and you know we look at God's word uh, particularly in john fourteen six. What does God's word says? that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. That is the only way to heaven is through Christ alone. And people don't want to hear that. They cannot stand. You know, that's one thing that uh, uh, Dad and I were talking about. You know, so many of the, these liberals, how they lash out, and, and you see this rioting and everything that's going on. It's because they run on emotion. They don't run on fact. They don't run on knowledge. They just run on raw emotion. And so when you start talking about the, the exclusiveness of Christianity, the exclusiveness of Jesus Christ, then automatically you are condemned. They want to shut you down, and they don't want to hear what you have to say because then you are stepping on their sensibilities, and they don't want to hear it. And I've got some news for you, people. Heaven is real. Hell is real. And you better be making a decision because time is running out. All right, the hourglass. You see, as the uh, was it that uh, uh, the uh, uh, was, it, was it a soap opera had an hourglass? It as the uh, uh, the, as the days of our the days of our lives where it had the, the sands. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. You see that those grains of sand um, coming out, and uh, uh, we're, we're almost. I feel like to me, we're we're at the uh, uh, at the end of, of that level there. And that's why it's important that we, we wake up and, uh, and start and quit uh, listening to the lies uh, of the world, okay? And you know, just like I was refer- referencing uh, Wednesday evening, you know, I was talking about how I uh, always, uh, when I'm in, up in the office, I always enjoy looking at that chalk drawing, and, and, and Dad always referenced that too. When he was in college, he look at that same drawing. And, of course, at that time, it, it demonstrated them showing... Um, uh, making daisy chains, but very easily, very easily could you demonstrate uh, showing uh, uh, people being on their cell phones distracted as people are walking into the gates of hell and nobody doing a thing about it. You know, that nobody wants to upset anybody's apple car. Nobody wants to make anybody else mad. You know, heaven forbid somebody get upset. Let them get upset, man. Maybe you need to, we need to rattle some cages out there to get the attention of people so they can realize that, hey, what I am doing is going to lead me straight to the pits of hell. You know, and, but, but people, nobody wants to hear that. You know, nobody wants to hear that because, you know, that, that's going to upset somebody. Heck with that. I'm tired of this, 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 this milk milquetoast uh, 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 preaching and, and pussyfooting around when it comes to things of Christianity and God. And everybody acts like that that God is supposed to be this this, uh, this nothing but God of love, and that's it. But God is also a God of judgment. Do <laughs> you understand that? All right? That, that God is a God of judgment, and justice is going to be given. Now, if you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, uh, when we are judged, we'll be judged those things after we are saved. But those who are of the world will be judged for every single thing that they have ever done in the flesh, and they will be cast into hell. People need to understand that the reality of these things but you know it, it's just nobody wants to wants to wants to get into that because then it might uh, uh, might upset somebody and might cause them to want to uh, uh, want to cry if you will but you know when we look at that exclusiveness uh, of Christianity uh you know we can look at uh, let's look at john 17 3 and 1717 17, if we may just real quick john 173. And 17, seventeen let's get over here john 17 3 says and this is eternal life that they that they i can't read tonight. that they know you the only true god and jesus christ whom you have sent all right and we look at verse 17 sanctify them in the truth your word is truth so you know, truth is a relative. Just because you don't want to choose that, that's, they want uh, this this toss salad uh, kind of thinking, if you will, when it comes to religion. You know, uh, you know, it, 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 truth is not absolute, and you know that may not be true for this person. So we'll pick a little here, we'll pick a little there, we'll just have this little bowl of toss salad uh, religion, and and that's how we're going to believe. Well, you're not believing in the God of the Bible; you're believing in a God of your own making. And see, that's the problem. See, in fact, uh, particularly with the um, uh, emergent church, and um, uh, 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 Brian McLaren uh, in particular, uh, he rejects the exclusive uh, exclusivism uh, of religion, and uh, he thinks that all religions should just be neighbors and just just get a, get along, and that uh, everybody that uh, that uh, that really religious or non-religious. That, uh, that everybody celebrates Jesus in their own way, their own theological traditions, whether it's Protestant, Roman Catholic, uh, liberation theology, whatever it is, everybody's just kind of on the same path. See, that's the kind of uh, ridiculous and ignorant teaching out there that is being propagated that we have to fight and stand against. That's why we have uh, a, a, a a litany of, of ignorant Christians running around out there because of pastors out there who are too worried about entertaining uh, the congregants than preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ see all they're worried about is is worried about their music which praise and music and worship is good that's that's a wonderful thing you know I I love it it's a great thing but they're worried about entertaining there's no doctrine being preached there's no the truth is not being put out there and see, and that that is the problem, you know. Uh, when I started in the ministry and, uh, and and working through school, you know, I was trying to, constantly trying to think, you know, how, how can uh, we jazz things up around here? You know, how, how can, we, can we can we can we draw uh, more people? Because I want the ability to to minister uh, effectively to as many people as possible. Uh, to build on uh, uh, the things that my dad has done before me, uh, trying to understand where the church is, you know, uh, the, the future of the church, where it's been, where our future is at. Uh, Wondering how we should change things up and such. Uh, and the more I pray about it, the more I think about it, you know, I, I, you know I, I'm always trying to think of some new way to, uh, that might make church more interesting, if you will. Uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, I think the Lord revealed to me more than anything forget this crap forget it forget this this type of uh, of entertaining if you will but to preach the whole gospel of Jesus Christ that's what people need. that's what people are seeking that's what people are searching for is preaching the gospel you know and I think that's one thing I think my dad's trying to get through to me. Is God is going to put people in the church who He who He wants there, who needs to be there, and uh, and I and I believe that wholeheartedly, uh, and and I think that if churches quit worrying about entertaining, and focus more on the doctrine, focus more on uh, what uh, the gospel says, instead of watering it down, and and making church uh, uh, just like a, a some fluff TV show, but, treat, but preaching the true gospel. I think minds and hearts can be changed like never before, and I think the gospel of Jesus Christ could go out like never before. But as long as we have whippy little preachers out there, these these little, uh, what do you call them? Um, oh, my mind's went blank. These uh, uh, Oh, there's a name. I'm trying to think of my mind's went blank. But anyway, uh, uh, it's just it's not going to change you know uh, you've got people out there uh, uh, dad versus jig leg preachers they just get up no uh, any kind of training at all and just all of a sudden and that's why that's why I think so many have gone uh, in crazy directions you know And you're thinking where, where are you getting all this at? well when you look at this here in particularly verse 8 that saying the saying is trustworthy and I want you to insist on these things, that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. All right? So those who believe, we, you know, that's one thing that Paul's trying to get through here, to, to Timothy and to Titus, uh, to, to, to be bold. And we look at, um, uh, the, we look at the, the, this practice of fine deeds. You know, your, you know, we may, your Bible may say that, if it will. Uh, those who believed in God be careful to devote themselves to good works. Uh, these things were excellent, profitable people. Well, we get that word from uh, uh, "prostestai," all right, and so which means to stand in front of. Uh, you know, it could be like uh, it can be loosely translated like a shopkeeper who's uh, standing out in front of their uh, uh, their business, uh, maybe hollering out their their advertisement, if you will. Uh, that's one thing I, I was proud of, Brandy, when he was doing this. Uh, uh, this craft um, fair, uh, and uh, we're trying to sell our. Uh, our goods that we have made as such and i was very proud of brandy she's out there as mrs she dressed like mrs claus uh, yesterday and she was i uh, bet she was right on them but she was uh, she'd make a good used car salesman you know she, she was getting out there she she's bringing them in buddy she i tell you what i i thought for one minute there she's gonna she's gonna say let me put you in a new car today let, i can put you on a new flag today so <laughs> smell that rich corinthian leather i mean she was buddy she was out there. others are gonna start sending out warranties there for a minute so she uh, so uh, no tags and dogs fees she, she was she was she right tear on it you know and she was just she was just uh, uh trying to get their attention uh, any way she could but uh, what we're saying here is Christians who practice good deeds and uh and that's uh, I guess that's kind of the meat here uh is that we are are are, are practicing uh what we are hearing uh and, and what we're learning practicing those good deeds of Jesus Christ. Again, remember, good deeds uh, is not going to gain you entrance into heaven. Uh, It is only through uh, the blood of Jesus Christ, as we were just uh, reading here, uh, that there's only one true God, that is the God of the Bible. And, uh, you know, again, and I've said this before uh, in some previous teaching, uh, is the fact that, uh, you know, if all religions led to God, why, then, then? Then what Jesus did was in vain. He could have stayed into the to the glories of heaven, and uh, said, "Hey, well, they'll get here eventually." I'd let them uh, uh, worship uh, uh, a carved uh, whatever or Buddhism or Hinduism. I mean, if that was the case, then what was the point? You know, uh, but uh, you know, but people do not want to hear that. And I've literally, I've literally, literally, I've had people uh, tell me, say, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that you think that, that Christianity is the only way to heaven. And I'm like, yes, that is the only way to heaven. It's like, uh, you know, how dare you? You know, uh, it's, uh, you know, you are, uh, they just think that I'm some kind of uh, zealot or, or uh, uh, that I am, um, uh, oh, what's the word one guy called me here just recently, uh, what was it he said, uh... Uh, ah, ah, reminds me of something in regards to education. But anyway, he was trying to put me down. But that's that's what it is. They just wanted to wanted to put you down uh, with all those things. In fact, uh, let's look at something here. And we look at this um, in regards to maintaining the truth of the gospel here. And I think this is what Paul's reflecting at, uh, particularly here in, in this verse we just read, is in First uh, Timothy three fifteen. So let me get over here just right quick in First Timothy three uh, verse. 15 uh, Let's see here whoops Uh, If I delay you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God Which is the church of the living God a pillar of buttress of the truth? All right, so of all the places the church is the one area you should be hearing the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ but no Instead, it's all about little kitty programs, which is fine and good. I mean, we need good children's programs. That's fine. But in all the children's programs, how much uh, apologetics uh, are these children learning? Uh, how much doctrine are these children learning? They may be entertained, you know, they may be occupied uh, as, uh, during church. And they and all they're hearing is good little fun Bible stories, but then you wonder why they're straying in eighth grade, ninth grade, through high school and even more so in college, why is that? They had no true strong foundation. All they got was entertainment even in these kiddie programs. you know and uh, they're not getting the the meat of the gospel. so when they're confronted uh, with with, uh, with peers uh, or even teachers may be calling them out, they have no defense. And then so when they go home and they ask their parents what do they get? Circular reasoning. Why, why you know why, why did this happen mom or dad uh, well because the Bible says so well, why does the Bible say so well that's just because how I see it you know, they, they don't get any answer why because the parents are being entertained they're not getting the truth of the gospel and they're just being entertained you're not getting nothing it's most people want to go to church feel good about like they've done something good like they, they have volunteered in some way and then uh, their services and they go home and that's the extent of it. Man, it's not doing anybody any good. And uh, uh, and so we've got to get beyond that, all right? And and really get back to the root of the matter. And in fact, a lot of these millennials, uh, the Gen Xers, uh, these, uh, uh, you know, they, uh, it, has, it has been said statistically that um, that they are looking, they're, they're done with this uh, mega church mess and they're wanting some truth. They're wanting the truth of the gospel. In fact, you know, one reason why I got my, uh, statistics that even in, in, in supposed Bible-believing areas, uh, there's problems. Uh, there, uh, among professing Christians now, 64% of adults, 91% of evangelical students do not believe in absolute truth in the moral realm. Is that not mind-boggling? All right. In the phys- in the physical realm, there's absolute truth. All right. If you uh, uh, you know if you have a headache. And if you uh, take uh, uh, arsenic or you take an aspirin, there's going to be real-world consequences, all right? One's going to, they're both going to cure the headache. <laughs> one's, one's going to be a permanent cure, and one's going to be a temporary cure, you know? So there, there is uh, that in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm, apparently, even among evangelical Christians, that blows my mind. Uh, that uh, that there is no absolute truth, my friends. The absolute truth is there: heaven and hell. All right, there is that is the absolute truth. You, uh, people better get it through their thick skulls. I think that so many people still think that if they are good people, they're going to get into heaven. That is not how it works. And I'm to have people say, "So you're saying that good little Muslims are going to go into heaven?" Yes, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. They are deceived. All right, that's why the god of this world has blinded them and, and, and those who are in cults, like Job's witness and and, and Mormons, uh, they uh, they've been blinded to the truth of the gospel and they will spend an eternity in hell and people don't want to hear that. You know, never people almost want to uh, fight me because I would dare to say that that muslim will not enter the gates of heaven and that is true. That's why it goes back to John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That is the only way you're getting into heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. Jesus Christ plus nothing. And I say plus nothing because, just like we were talking about Wednesday evening, those who dare uh, to add on uh, to God's grace and God's mercy. Remember, that was the focal point of our message Wednesday evening was God's grace All right. And so uh, that it is nothing, no merit of your own. Uh, it's, It's completely that free gift. All right. There is absolutely zero, nothing that you can do. It is only a gift of God alone. But yet man wants to say you have to be baptized or you have to do this or you have to do that. You have to Keep your hair short. I'm beginning to think my wife's a, uh, a Baptist preacher because she um, constantly gets on me every time my hair wants to get long. <laughs> she makes me cut it. All right? She's a little Delilah. But uh, see, uh, uh, but, uh, but man says you have to do these things in order to uh, not only attain uh, but to keep your salvation. And nothing be further from the truth. There, the, If that is true, then that's something you had to do, do to earn uh, your salvation no man that's not how it works or or you will boast you say look what i did no it is through humility it is only through what god has given you his grace and his mercy that gift he's given to you and him alone and that's the only way if you accept that free gift that free gift and then you get to spend eternity in heaven we are joint heirs to the throne of God. We always getting into that this past Wednesday, that uh, that we are joint heirs, that we we are we receive everything that Jesus receives. What a wonderful thing that we are joint heirs to the throne of Christ. We are adopted into the kingdom. God chose us, and you know, so. But you know, but you talk to those in the world, uh, you know, they where everything has to be inclusive, but when you start by talking about the exclusivity. of Uh, of of jesus christ that's why they hate us all right that well among many things uh that's why they hate us because they don't want to hear that truth and so that's why they say we're bigoted that's why they say that we are judgmental that's why they say all these different things about us and hate us and despise us want to shut us down want to shut us up and uh so that they uh, will not be convicted all right with what they're going through and, uh, and, and so that's why they, they, they want to, to shut us up. And too many pastors, too many churches have compromised with the things of the world and have shut up. Is that not sad? Is that not pathetic? That new age philosophies have seeped its way into churches. Uh, that some churches hold uh, yoga classes, that some churches, uh, you know, they don't even want you to encourage you to bring your Bible. They'd rather sing and, and read poetry. or some bull, you know. That it's so sad to see uh, that uh, very few churches truly stand on the whole Word of God. And that's what we have got to do, people. My Christian brothers and sisters, my friends, please listen to what I'm trying to tell you. We cannot compromise with the world. You don't understand that. There, there is no compromise. There's no room for that. You're either all for God or you're not. Do we mess up? Yes, we mess up every single day. I mess up every day, all right? I'm constantly battling garbage in my head. I mess up when I'm driving, all right? And, uh, you know, I, I, I mess up all the time. You know, and you don't think I don't look up and say, God, why, why do you, why do you bother with me? You know, why don't just, just, just smite me? You know, just wipe me off of the face of this earth. What, what, what good am I to you? You know, why, why I don't we, why you call me to the ministry? There's people out there far smarter, better, and articulate than I am. You know, and so it's, you know, so God understands our, our, our fallibility. All right, He understands uh, that we are sinners in a sin-filled world, but He has called us and that we are his children, and he understands the fact that we are sinners, but he loves us, he forgives us, and his grace is sufficient, but see, the old devil, that's where he wants to come in, he wants to beat you up, he wants to say, look what you thought, look what you did, look what you said, you know, whether it's today, yesterday, or 30 years ago, all right, I I do, I have stuff that rattles in my head from 30 years ago, I can't believe I'm about to turn 48 here and. And I, here, in a few weeks, I, in December here, I'll be 48 years old. And um, it just seemed like yesterday I was 18. And I think about things I said when I was 16, 17, 18, whether was to my parents or, or classmates or whatever. Uh, I think, man, I wish I'd have said that. I wish I'd have done that. And I literally have to fight it. I mean, I literally have to fight it. That God has forgiven and He has you know, let go of those kind of things. All right, so we don't need do to worry about it. But truth does matter. All right, whether it's in the physical realm or the spiritual realm. Let's look at uh, Acts 4:12. Uh, 4, 4, let me ask you something. <laughs> Acts 4:12. Let's see here. Acts chapter four, verse twelve. Uh, let's see here. Well. Well, there it is. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. All right, I don't think that uh, <laughs> that could be any clear. I don't know how to make that any clear, all right? So uh, let's get over here. Let's look at um, uh, something else here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, in uh, Paul, in his final three letters, uh, he's telling, he's giving strong uh, emphasis on sound doctrine and truth. And uh, we can see that. uh, I'm not going to read all these, but it basically hits in the areas of our study in Titus. And if it's something you would like to uh, uh, look at, go back and reflect it, because we've already went through these verses. Uh, Titus 1, 1 through 2, uh, chapter 1, verse 9, uh, and verses 13 and 14, and um, uh, chapter 2, verse 1, and uh, 15. So those are some of the verses you go back in reflection and with what we are uh, referencing, talking about uh, here this evening. But, um, you know, and that's one thing, you know, we read also here. Uh, let's see, here we go back over here. Uh, let's see. These things are ex profitable people, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. And that, that really references back... Uh, to uh, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, uh, verse 8 uh, that we just read previously. But uh, that uh, the, we, we should see that truth must be obeyed and not philosophized about. You know, it, it is the, uh, the, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, well, particularly in this time, when you're talking about genealogies, they were making up genealogies about uh, Old Testament, uh, 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 different people in the Old Testament, and, and they were just having worthless conversations that didn't amount to anything and, uh, and I think that's what we see today that uh, they're not getting uh, sound doctrine uh, that uh, people are just having silly conversations about things that don't amount to anything in regards to the bible insignificant things that uh, they they want to dwell on uh, that's not going to matter to a hill of beans in the end uh, whether it's their uh, I don't know I'm trying to think of an example something kind of uh relevant to people like to harbor well eschatology you know the study of last day events you know that, that's fine and good you know there, there's a place in time for that i don't have a problem with uh with with eschatology and uh, uh you know we may even dive into some of that but it seems like that's all that some people want to harbor on that's all they want to, to or harp on rather harbor harp on all the time is is and that's a big thing right now because we see uh, all these things uh, spiraling out of control and like I said at the very beginning it is uh, we understand that uh, the time is running out so it's, a little, so it's very easy to want to focus on that but um, uh, but when you're, you're, you're focusing on something that uh, uh, that's good but at the same time uh, it's not uh, uh, giving you any real meat on anything it's, it's giving you some real uh, clarity uh, or growth spiritually and that's why, you know, it's good to, to hit on those things when the, the spirit leads in that direction. But we've got to really focus on what's important, and that's seeing souls saved. And that's, you know, to understand that we have a responsibility as Christians uh, to not only to be fed, but to feed. We need to have a responsibility to go out and tell others about the love of Jesus Christ. But see, you can't do that if you're too worried about... Uh, 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 hurting somebody else's feelings and of and that affirmation from those in the world, uh, you're, you're not going to be able to accomplish that. Now, again, you know, when I say that, uh, you know, I, I don't mean, and I've said this before, it's, it's not to, to smack somebody in the head uh, with the family Bible. Uh, it is um, uh, uh, we must speak the truth in love, you know, at the same time. But we need to hold our ground. And say, listen, you know, there's no compromise here. You know, when it comes to God's word, there's zero compromise. And that's why we've got to uh, to make that firm stand. And not enough Christians are doing that. And that, that is a detriment. But, um, uh, and so, you know, again, you know, we need to watch our, our conversation, where it goes and where it leads. And make sure our conversation is, uh, is where it needs to be. Dissensions and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. You know, uh, we got to be careful about that. There's some things worth arguing about, some things about worth fighting about, or something's not. And I've told you this before. You know, uh, uh, don't give somebody the uh, platform. All right. You know, you know where you stand as a Christian, and uh, you can try to plant that seed. You can try to minister, and then uh, then let it go. Uh, don't give don't don't give time to these idiots. And I and, I, and uh, Facebook, I've had to learn the hard way, okay. And uh, it's so because I, I, I'm so passionate uh, about the things of Christ uh, that um, it's been very easy for me to be be drawn in by these trolls. And particularly when I see some blatant uh, heresy uh, that's being put out there, I feel sometimes I feel obligated as a pastor to say, uh, "No, this is wrong." Well, in the past. Allow these people to draw me into these conversations, and it's just back and forth, uh, bickering. You know, you're not getting anywhere, you're not changing them, and they definitely are changing me. But it, it, it had the inability to let it go, and I see that among others, uh, uh within the, the Christian community who get drawn into these, uh, these the, 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 the lunacy, if you will, of, of the world and they keep going back and forth, let it go. All right. That's one thing Dad had to keep telling me. Are you, you know, he, he always quoted uh, from Proverbs, you know, uh, are you not lest a fool, with a fool as you come like him yourself? And, uh, and really, yeah, let go. There are some things worth fighting about and there are some things that's not. you got to choose your battles. And there are some people out there, that's all they want to do is just be trolls, Draw you in, try to make you look foolish. They want to make you angry. They want to make you mad, and they're going to say things to tick you off to make you want to respond back. You know, there's. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, sometimes I'll make a response, and uh, uh, and after you know, if it's something that you know I feel needs correction, then I'll click on there to uh, to where I don't see any more uh, uh, comments. I don't want to see it because I don't want to get be tempted to get drawn into these idiots. Uh, mindset, and, and like I said, most of the time they're just doing it to make you mad. They, that's what they want. Let it go, man. As Christians, let's get in there, let's share the gospel if opportunity presents itself, and, and just go on. Who cares what they've got to say? You know, if they want to sit there and 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 be the fool because a fool says in the heart there is no God, if they want to be a fool, hey if they don't change, guess what? Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So one way or the other, they're going to know, and they're going to understand. And so don't get drawn into this stuff, guys. I mean, really. Uh, I'll see some of this stuff under news feeds, uh, when local uh, area news on social media, puts things on there. And, yeah, there's, there's things in the news that tick us off. Eh? There's things that make me angry. You know, I want to just go off really bad. And we've got to just let it go but it, you know, if there's something you feel needs to be said, make your statement and go on let, let that stuff go and I think that's what we're we're seeing here these quarrels about uh, uh, and decisions about the law, there's some people out there that's got some really screwed up theology, I'll be honest with you and there's even some pastors out there well I know they're not, not even, but there are a lot of pastors out there who's got some really screwed up theology and, uh, uh, and it just amazes me, you know, I look at these people and They'll be going off on something. i have been physically standing there talking to them. And they would be going off on something, and, and I'll just be like, I don't, even, I, you know, I don't even bother responding. You know, I'm just like, okay, whatever, man. I'll just go on. You know, I don't even, don't even waste my time. But uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, okay, so now we're kind of getting, in verse 10 here, I think we're getting more into uh, church discipline okay uh, and so let's read this here verse 10 uh, as for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice having nothing more to do with him so you know we see that here uh, particularly i think with uh, with truth i mean with truth with church discipline uh there's a biblical way uh to deal with that and that's in matthew 18 15 through 17 let's look at that real quick matthew 18 15 through 17 and uh see here 15 through 17 it says if your brother sins against you go and tell him his fault between you and him alone if he listens to you you have gained your brother but if he does not listen take one or two others along with him that every charge may be established by the evidence of the two or three witnesses if he refuses to listen to them Tell it to the church, and if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. So, the thing of it is, you know, the, the whole point of church discipline, you know, I know we hit on this here, uh gosh, it's been a while back, I think I mentioned something about church discipline. And uh, the whole point uh, is restoration. You know, we want to restore them back into the church. If they're doing something that is wrong, that to be confronted, and we want to handle it as biblically, uh, as possible. We want them to restore them. We don't want to exile them. We don't want to kick them out of the church. We want to restore them. We want to, to bring them back into the fold. That's the point of uh, of that church discipline. It's not something that anybody wants to do. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's a time when when Dad's ever had to do it. Uh, I'm sure he has. I mean, my gosh, he's been preaching uh, over 40-some year, almost 50 years, I guess. But he, um, uh, I'm sure he's had to deal with something like that at some point in time. But uh, but we, that's one thing, you know, uh, is, um, is to do everything in a biblical way, uh, in, in a way that's going to uh, restore them back into the church. But there's some people out there who are unrepentant. There's some people out there who want to just stir up problems and trouble. That's, just, that's all they want to do. Uh, they want to um, uh, have their own ideals uh, about um, uh, doctrine, uh, about uh, uh, the church, and uh, they make you either choose between what the, uh, the, what the word of God says more or less, or what their thinking is, and uh, and so and sometimes these people have followers, and they want to cause little uh, uh, diversions. They want to cause uh, little uh, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, I might as well blank on me, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. They they want to uh, they want to sit there and kind of talk behind the the pastor's back, or or or, or do something to put down the church a little bit here and there, or, or say, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I can't believe that Big and Matt would uh, dare preach that uh, that Jesus is exclusive. Well, that, that's just crazy. Uh, uh, you know, here's what we think, uh, here's what I think it should be. And You're just causing dissension within the church. Well, that has to be confronted. That has to be talked about, you know. Uh, just look at, uh, uh, was it uh, Absalom uh, that uh, uh, sat out in front of the church gates and was, uh, you know, his dad would make a judgment, and he come, you know, he'd say, oh, come over here, let me, I'll take care of that, and he, he's getting, gaining people's trust, and and trying to uh, uh, build up his own uh, little uh, followers, you know, and uh, what he was doing was wrong, and I know dad has flat out told some people to their face, he he's caught on to what they were doing, and within the church like that, and he's called them out to their face, said, hey, what exactly what they were doing, what they, and how they were trying to slowly uh, uh, try to take over, and uh, and that' Dad has had to quelch, squelch that, then and there. Where it was that? I'm thinking one person in particular. I, I wouldn't trust him far as I could throw him. You know, I know it's bad to say, but uh, uh, that's all he wanted to do was stir up. Uh, and that's what we see as a person who stirs up division. After warning him once and then twice, having nothing more to do with him. Verse 11, knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, and he is self-condemned, so, uh, one person, I, in one reading I was uh, looking at, uh, he used the term, uh, factious, F-A-C-T-I-O-U-S, factious people, uh, uh and so that they use that in, um, I'm trying to think here, as a way of, um, oh, I thought I wrote down that definition here, I'm trying to look here and see here, um, yeah self-chosen opinion opinionated person uh that's where it was i knew i had it here somewhere uh they uh that's uh, when they use that term factious uh let me see something here real quick the verse here try to see if that goes with what i'm talking about here hold on here Yeah, uh, Galatians 5.20, I guess, kind of gets to a little bit of the heart uh, of that uh, factious person, if you will. Uh, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions. You know, I guess that's kind of where you're getting that uh, type of individual uh, that uh, that we're referencing here. You know, those, uh, those callers dissension and divisions uh, uh, in that uh, situation. And uh, let me look at one more here. Let's see here. I got Romans 16, 17 through 18 written down here. Just because I have it written down don't mean that's what I'm, <laughs> what I'm thinking of here. I write down a lot of verses, but I don't always mean. That's why I always say, let me look and make sure first because sometimes I write down verses so I'll have something else in mind, and then I go to preach. I think, wait a minute. That's not what I was thinking of. So 16, uh, let's see here. Uh... I appeal to you, brothers, watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites, and by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the hearts of the naive. So, you know, you've got to be careful of those who. Uh, who speak with flattering tongue and uh, uh, who wish to deceive and divide. And uh, sadly, uh, we've, we've, we've run across these kind of people uh, within the church. And it's, it's sad that you see that within the Christian community, that they would want to cause divisions and problems within the church. And I uh, don't understand it. Well, you know, it's basically just the old devil. I mean, I think that's all that boils down to is the old devil. That's what he wants to do. He wants to cause division, and he wants to cause the that decision That's what he wants, and uh, that's why we need to recognize it. And when somebody you're around, they start, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're start that kind of uh, insinuation or talk. That's when you say, "Hey, listen, buddy, I don't want to hear that. All right, uh, you know, this that's not right. We don't uh, talk about our pastors of church like that. If you got a problem with them, then you need to go talk to them about it." The sad thing is, they. They're happy to run their mouths behind somebody's back, but they don't want to, do it to their you know, talk to them to their face and they got a problem with it. But, uh, uh, but we need to uh, be aware of that and, uh, and understand it when it happens. And we need to pray for those individuals. And if, if, if necessary, then we need to institute uh, church division. But uh, and, uh, in closing here, uh, verse 12 says, When I send Artemis and Tychus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, uh, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Do your best to speed Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way. See that they like nothing and let our people learn to devote themselves to do good works so as to help cases of urgent need and not be unfruitful. All who are with me send greetings to you. Greet those who love us. In the faith, grace be with you all. I tell you what, that word grace is. Is a wonderful and beautiful word. And I think it kind of goes along. I didn't get to, to listen in, to it, uh, but I uh, tried to, but I was having a hard time hearing it today. But I know Dad's message today was uh, uh, dealing with grace. And uh, I'm sure from what I saw in the comments, it was uh, uh, well received. And that's a wonderful thing to have that word grace, knowing that we are forgiven and that we are indeed loved. But, uh, you know, those good works, uh, we need to not be, as he's saying there, to be unfruitful, okay? And uh, we need to be aware of that. Uh, you know, again, you know, when we say good, good deeds, it's not to, to, to satisfy your own uh, feelings of, uh, well, look what I did. It makes me feel you know, It may make you feel good, but, you know, you're, you're not boastful, uh, prideful. Uh, that you are doing it sincerely unto the Lord. Uh, what those good deeds or good works may be, uh, in that situation, may be relative, because you it may be different for each person. And uh, whether it's uh, feeding the homeless, uh, contributing to a cause, uh, helping, uh, uh, well, taking an angel off the, the Christmas tree to help a needy child, uh, to uh, sit with an elderly person, uh, or sitting in the checkout line and, and uh, inviting someone to church, uh, giving counsel or encouragement to those who need it. You know, it can it can vary with the individual, but we need to make sure that we're not being unfruitful and that we are bearing good fruit and that it is evident that our walk is with Jesus Christ. And I guess that's where you need to ask yourself, am I bearing that fruit? Am I demonstrating growth? Am I giving doing those good deeds unto the Lord? And, uh, uh, and so... Again, you know, we're, we're not working uh, uh, to gain entrance into heaven. We know that our salvation is secure and that we will gain, be in heaven. But out of our love for Christ, we want to do those good deeds. We want to do those good works to please the heavenly Father. So, as Paul was closing, and as I'm closing, remember that we need to make sure that we're doing those things daily that honors the Lord. And don't forget the good, wonderful grace of God. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, for your forgiveness of sins, your love, your joy, your peace overflowing. Thank you for your strength, your might, your mercy. Help us, Lord, to demonstrate the love of Christ in all that we say, think, and do. And, Lord Jesus, uh, help us, Lord, to stand on the whole word of God, to be unapologetic for our love for Jesus Christ. Lord, let us preach the gospel, let us scream it from the rooftops, let us say it from the mountains that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this evening that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, my friends, for watching. Hope you all have a blessed evening. And uh, for those who follow the morning devotions, Lord willing, we'll uh, uh, be meeting in the morning at 6.15, so be looking for me. Hope you all have a blessed day and have very happy Thanksgiving. And and remember, I put this on there earlier. Actually, I saw it on a church sign. It said, remember to give thanks Remember to give thanks to the one who gave all. Good night.